adventures of Biggles. Pat and algae force their way through the unbelievable growth of the rainforest. The massive trees are linked with a nightmare tangle of vegetation. It resists their path, tears at them, clings to them until their muscles ache and the perspiration streams from their bodies. At midday, they call a halt. Neither can go on without rest. They clamber across to a tiny brook, an oasis of beauty in the lush horror of the forest, planning to lunch there. But a huge figure rises from its haunches and lurches towards them. Algie and Pat are face to face with a hideous, snarling gorilla. Get back, Pat! Don't be cover! You, Algie, he's almost on you! I'll fix him! You missed, Algie! <laughs> what? He, he fell off! I hit him a couple of times. Must have scared him. But he was almost on top of me. I know. Maybe the pain of the shot startled him. Whatever it was, he, he's gone. Algie, Algie, you're shaking. I'll probably shake for months. I could feel his breath as I fired the last shot, and he touched me as he swung past. In future, I'll settle for gorillas behind bars. Come over to the brook. You're going to relax while I fix some lunch. Take it easily, and stop thinking about gorillas. Feel better? Oh, I'm fine now, Pat. The food made all the difference. Then can we push on? We don't waste any time if we're to meet Biggles before nightfall. No, by Jingo. There's still the dickens of a lot of forest. But what about you, Pat? You were the one who had done in. Looking after you made me forget all about it. I could face 50 forests now. Come on. Still, Pat, I'll cut you out. I was following right behind you, but when I ran into the vine, it seemed to twine itself around me, almost as if it was alive. I'm not sure some of this undergrowth isn't alive. There, you're free now. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Algie. Yes, I can move now. reload my rifle. Do you think it was close to us? No, but it was ahead. If we're going to pass through lion territory, I I must be prepared. Lions usually live in more open country than this, don't they? I always thought they did. Then we must be near the edge of the forest. The dense part, anyway. I Jove, you may be right. Let's cut across the gully. I know it's deep, but the land falls away more gently on the other side. It may lead us to the low ground. Careful climbing up this side, Pat. 
It's down steep and there isn't much foothold. I'm watching where you go and using the same track. I don't know where I can go from here. Oh, wait a minute. There's a big log caught in a cliff. If I can get my hand to it... Be careful, Algie. It doesn't look safe. I can reach it. Now I'll swing myself. I'm here. Dig in your feet, Algie, quickly. I'm swimming myself. Oh, I'm all right. I've got a grip now. Phew. If you hadn't caught me then, Pat, I'd have crashed to the bottom. I thought that log was rotten, so I braced myself to take your weight. Oh, thank goodness you did. Bless you. Don't worry about blessing me. Let's climb out of this awful gully and see what's on the other side. We're right, Pat. We're through the worst of it. Thank heaven. Algie, doesn't it look wonderful down there? And I'm not talking about the pretty view. At least we can see where we're going now. About another mile to that strip of green, I should say. It wouldn't be any more. And through light timber. Pat, that green strip. I think I know what it is. It's certainly easier to see from down here. It's bamboo. There's a belt of bamboo running for miles along the foot of the mountains. Bamboo will be easy after that awful undergrowth. Isn't it wonderful, Algie? Once we're through that bamboo, we'll see Biggles again. Biggles. Yes, I wonder where old Biggles is now. We should see something of him soon. There's still no sign of them down there, Bertie. No, the poor old blighters must be stuck in that valley jungle. I hope they get through it, what? They will, but they won't do it in a hurry. Their only chance of crossing the forest quickly would be to find an animal track. And that could be dangerous. Oh, baked potatoes, yes. They might have to move aside to let a jolly old rhinoceros trundle past, what? Personally, I'd be more inclined to make my own path. The trouble is that even with a compass, they're likely to be forced well off their course. From the look of the slope, they may ooze to the north of this. Ginger's up there in the proctor. If they come out near him, he'll see them. I can't spot the old trout anywhere. Perhaps he's seen them and trundled down. Give him a call and ask him. No point in us scudding around if he's found them. This is Bertie calling Ginger. Bertie calling Ginger. Are you receiving, old sausage? Are you receiving, over? Ginger calling Bertie. Ginger calling Bertie. Receiving okay. Your voice sounds as ghastly as ever. Oh, I say. Had any luck yet? Over. No, not a skellic, old bean. Haven't seen the trout since they waffled into the forest. How about you? And no cracks about the Lissy voice, over. I've had no luck at all. I swung round the northern tip of the mountain to see if they're here, but there's no sign. Any instructions from Biggles? Oh, there's no need for cracks about the Lissy voice, by the way. It's full of cracks anyway. Over. He hasn't seen them yet, Biggles. Wants to know if you've any instructions, old sausage. Tell him to keep looking until six o'clock. Then he can put down at the rendezvous point, and we'll meet him when we've finished our recce. Roger. Bertie calling Ginger. The Lord and Master said to give them till six o'clock. If you haven't seen anything by then, try to put the kite down without pranging at the rendezvous point. We'll ooze in at about the same time and confer. Or rather, Biggles may confer with you. 
We Lissies intend to treat you with ignore. Over. Roger. We'll call. You always were an ignoramus. Out. Oh, I say, that was dashed unfair. What was? The blighter cut me off in the middle of our conversation. I was going to point out that when we're a red-headed clot, it takes an ignoramus to valley world tamers. Now oh, this bamboo's worse than the forest. I don't think we'll get through, Pat. We must go. It's almost dark. We know the planes are across the other side waiting for us. How about leaving until morning? We could go back and light a fire to let Biggles know we're close and then carry on when we're fresh. Do you want to spend a night in that forest? Well, no, but if we have a fire, we should be safe enough. It's not only the wild animals, it's the general eerie effect of the forest. Mm. What the blazes was that? Buffalo. Aren't there buffaloes in this country? I jingo, we might be in trouble. I'd rather face a gorilla than a wild buffalo. Ouchie. That buffalo was ahead of us. In the bamboo. A good reason for us to be out of it. But it must have pushed a path through. It may even be on a, a regular animal track. An animal track? We could follow an animal track. It'd take us right through the bamboo. No, not with the buffalo sharing it, thanks. You have your rifle, Algie. If we're careful, we'd be all right. Oh, please, let's try it. I'd rather risk the buffalo than spend the night in the forest. All right. We'll take it slowly, though. The sound seems to come from through here. Well, I'll be hanged. Have you found it? I've found something. Come through. Algie, oh, it's a great tunnel. Yes. And doesn't run across the bamboo, but along the length of it. It must have taken an enormous herd of animals to force a path as wide as this. And yet, isn't it strange that the bamboo should still meet overhead? Not so strange if the tunnel was made by men, Pat. By men? Yes. I think I've guessed what this is. Animals come through here, but they aren't buffaloes. They're cattle. This is how the black elephant drove his cattle across Africa without being seen. This weird, gloomy tunnel hidden within the bamboo belt would provide perfect cover for stolen cattle. Is Algy's guess right? Will they meet the black elephant and his men in the bamboo tunnel? Don't miss the thrills in the next episode of The Air Adventures of Biggles. <laughs>